Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Small Town Nerdcast. I'm your host, Brian, and this week we got some comic book to talk about, some comic books, but one series to talk about. Um, what else do we got? We got some Nifty Nerd news, or sad Nifty Nerd news, especially if you're like me and grew up in the 90s. And um, then we'll probably just wrap it up with some small town drama and get the hell out of here, guys. So let's get on with the show. <laughs> All right, guys, so last week we talked about some Spider-Man comic books and that storyline, what's happening over there. And then um, over on Twitter, one of my friends, friends of the show, uh, Random Randy Savage, co-host of the Cult 45 Movie Review Podcast. Great podcast, by the way. You should go check them out. Um, He tagged me in a Twitter post where they were talking about their favorite Hulk storylines. As it turns out, when he tagged me for my favorite Hulk storyline... I don't read Hulk comics. Like that's not my thing. So when he when I got saw getting saw myself getting tagged in that, I was like, "Ruh!" And uh, I, you know, I admitted I don't read Hulk comics, comic comics, <laughs> comics, and uh, decided, hey, maybe I should start. And so I decided to look up some of the best Hulk storylines uh, based on you know a panel of my peers, and decided. To hell with that. No, <laughs> so no. I made a list of all the, these storylines that I would want to read and check out. And I was trying to figure out which one to do first. And there were two that I knew of that I've never read, but I've heard uh, stories about. And they were Planet Hulk and World War Hulk. And those were the two like big Hulk stories that I had heard about. So I figured, why not start there? Start with the things that I'm familiar with. And see where that leads to. And between the two, I was trying to figure out which one I wanted to start reading first. And based on what I remember, like, seeing with Planet Hulk and my knowledge and love for the movie uh, Thor Ragnarok, I figured, hey, let's go with Planet Hulk to see how wrong they got it in Thor. No. <laughs> well, you know, because, well, Thor Ragnarok is not Hulk's story. Hulk plays a part of it. And I knew that there were changes that were made to that version of Sakaar and everything. But I figured, why the hell not? Let's read the real thing. Let's read how this was supposed to go down. And I got to tell you, spoiler alert, Thor's not in it. <laughs> <laughs> there is a Marvel hero that shows up in the Planet Planet Hulk storyline that I was not expecting to see, not prepared for. So it was a really cool surprise to see. Um, anyway, so the writer of this series through this point is uh, Greg Pak from, as far as I can tell and from what I remember, Greg Pak is actually one of the top Hulk writers like are like one of the faves from what i remember i don't know if that's still the same now um he's done some other stuff too that i've really liked did he do um mech cadet you was that greg pack it was it was greg pack <laughs> sorry i had to pause to look it up and so yeah all right um so he's the writer of it you have um Jeffrey Hewitt, who's an inker, Carlo Paglianian, 
yeah who did some pencil pencils for it and everything um I will say though the artwork not so much my favorite throughout this series it's not bad but it just I don't know nothing really stood out to me as like wow great art you know but it's good and the story itself is very entertaining and I think honestly if I'm being objective the art complements the story very well uh, and depicts the world very well like despite what my personal feelings are on the style of the artwork when i look at the story that's being told uh and the predicament that hulk finds himself in i i honestly truly know that this artwork lends itself very well and the colors very well to what's being told uh the story or how we get to this point where hulk finds himself on a random planet and i say random because he find, he gets to it through a wormhole, and the reason why he even enters that wormhole is because the Illuminati back on Earth, which uh, the members that made this decision were Doctor Strange, um, I was going to say Robert Downey Jr., um, <laughs> sorry, I'm burping, uh, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, Black Bolt, and Reed Richards, these four, <clears throat> decide to trick Bruce Banner into becoming the Hulk and going into a mission in space. So he flies up in a spaceship, completes his mission, and then when he gets in, like, all right, time to go back home, they shoot him off into space. And their plan was to send him to an uninhabited, uninhabited planet with no intelligent life where he could not hurt anyone, no one could hurt him, and Bruce Banner, the Hulk, could live peacefully, live his life out peacefully because... To their mind, and I mean probably to the mind of everyone else, the Hulk is essentially a terrifying green rage monster that causes billions and maybe even trillions of dollars of collateral damage throughout the planet Earth. And I think prior to this, he even leveled like the city of Las Vegas. So, yeah, he, he's kind of not viewed very favorably the hulk is not viewed very favorably um so they end up shooting him off and instead of going of because of course instead of going to the destination to actually live his life out peacefully um something goes wrong with the navigation he gets sucked into a wormhole boom we reach planet sakar and coming out of that wormhole actually weakens the hulk so much so and like it, it turns out that this thing whatever wormhole that things get sucked out of and into Sakaar from it always weakens them like everything gets weakened as it comes through there and you'll see that happen to some other character uh, later in the issue uh, speaking of issues this story takes place between uh, the Incredible Hulk issue 92 through 105 I believe is like the final wrap-up of the Planet Hulk storyline so when he finds himself in Sakaar and he gets taken hostage, well, gets captured by the people in charge there and immediately gets thrown into an arena to fight as a gladiator, which tracks for the movie Thor, you know. Uh, they got weird wormholes that random things fall through, and then if it's living, they either eat it or they um, make it fight in the arena. And so, like, you know, I'm like, all right, all this tracks. I'm ready to see Thor. No, no, no. <laughs> Still doesn't happen. Um, while there, you know, the Hulk 
getting beat up, getting angry, and slowly I believe he realizes that over time his powers are starting to come back. All right, he's starting to get stronger and stronger over time. Um, he's made to fight and eventually starts to team up with other um, gladiator slaves in the area, uh, two of which show up in Thor Ragnarok. Uh, one is Meek, and he is not the cute little grub-like creature with blade hands that we see in Thor Ragnarok. No, he's a creepy-ass hive bug type thing. And then you have Korg, who, other than being yellow, looks exactly like Korg from the movie, which I was really excited about. There's some other characters who, I guess, play some importance, but I didn't really care as much because they weren't Korg and Meek, and I was ready for them to be like in the movie, and they were absolutely not. Korg, maybe kind of, but not as silly, but he was definitely way more friendly than any of the other gladiators. Um, eventually, their ragtag team does a bunch of... Uh, not shady shit. I, I don't know why I was going to say shady shit. They do a bunch of uh, gladiator shit um, and are on the way to win their freedom. They have to win one more bout to win their freedom, and the final champion that they have to fight against is none other and this is where we get our like marvel cameo the silver surfer which i was like because oh? <laughs> like i don't know like i forget one i forget the silver surfer exists but two i was definitely not expecting him to show up this was like where i was expecting thor even though like i kind of knew better that thor wasn't going to show up in this this is what i was expecting so now the Hulk has to fight against uh, the Silver Surfer. Oh, yeah, and I forgot to mention, they have, like, these obedience discs, like, stapled onto their body that so they, they can't run free and all that kind of stuff. Well, it turns out in the fight against the Silver Surfer, Hulk is able to break the Silver Surfer's obedience disc, and Silver Surfer, in kind, after getting pummeled by the Hulk, you know, kind of is a, is, a, is a bro, and uh, breaks all the obedience discs on all of the gladiator slaves, and then they bust out of the arena to go and be free. Um, and it never ends with there. Like Silver Surfer catches up back up with the Hulk and is like, "Hey man, I get what you did. It sucks that we were both in that situation. I can get you out of here, and you can go live a life of peace." And the Hulk is like, "Nah, <coughs> excuse me." <clears throat> So instead of, you know, living peacefully and having a happily ever after, which, boo, doesn't sell comic books, the Hulk decides to, not meanfully, but ends up being a part of the, I guess you'd call it the, the slave rebellion, because all these people now are like, yo, we're not slaves anymore, we are going to take over. Let's kill the old leaders and start anew. But as they're fighting against, like, the... Not, what, I don't even remember what they were called. But the, the old leaders, as they're fighting against them, uh, Hulk starts getting a following. More and more slaves start to follow him. People are talking. Um, there are, like, ideas being thrown around that the Hulk, or as they call him, the Green Scar, because he was able to put a scar on the, like over the king of the world or whatever planet that and i don't know whatever the dude's face was uh hulk scratched that shit up so people were like oh he put a scar like he can be hurt and stuff so he started getting the nickname the green scar and then on sakar there was an old legend 
of essentially their messiah or their savior who would either save the world or break it and like his blood or and this is like for the hulk the hulk's blood when it touched the planet of sakar would bear fruit it would grow greenery and 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 plants and stuff and sakar is notoriously not planty it's very much uh dust and dirt and barren a barren wasteland so like people are looking at the hulk like oh these are signs signs that he's the chosen one the sakar son is as they call them like thor's son sakar son that's you know I, I, that's why i thought hulk was gonna show up or thor was gonna show up but he doesn't anyway so hulk's like nah i'm just here to smash and then like one of the lady generals who's fighting against hulk's like i feel that <laughs> well it's like you could tell she was already not cool with the leadership anyway and then the the old king decides to pretty much sacrifice his own troops and people to try to kill the hulk and she's like you know i'm not about that life i'm about the hulk's life and hulk's like yo hulk smash and she's like yeah hulk smash so they fall in love of course uh they start the rebellion they end up fighting against like these crazy alien zombie like I don't know, like, the Flood in Halo is basically what these guys were, and they're fighting against them. Turns out uh, Meek, the hive mind, can talk to the Flood, or whatever, I think they were called the Spikes, is what they were called, because they had spiky limbs that would inject into you, and then when you were injected with them, you grew spikes out of you, and you became the Spike Zombie. But anyway, Meek's able to talk to them, and they realize, ah, we're just trapped here because of the old kings or whatever they trapped us here and the only way we can survive as a species is if we absorb like cosmic or just energy and so normally we just hang out in space where we're just you know eating up all that cosmic and gamma radiation and shit and we're stuck here so mm, kind of got to eat people sorry it sucks we tried eating each other it sucks so yeah we eat people and they're like well we could help you and they're like all right truce so they end up overthrowing the king government whatever and becoming a truce hulk is a hero amongst men and things are looking pretty good um he's got a lover and oh well she's a wife now it's not just a lover she's a wife oh they be loving though and as it turns out she preggers so hulk about to have a hulk baby which is crazy to me like oh god what's a hulk baby gonna look like and then i remember hulk does have a son so this all tracks. As far as Thor Ragnarok goes, this does not track. <laughs> we have since greatly diverged where these stories go. And Thor Ragnarok, there is no saving Sakaar. They just go up whatever the devil's anus and get the fuck out of there. Um, Hulk, not so much. He decides to stay, live a peaceful life, have a great time. You know, all that jazz. Um, as it turns out, though... It's never going to be jazz, man. Uh, Meek ends up stumbling upon um, some nefarious things, and he finds Hulk's old ship that got him here, and things are maybe looking a little weird, you know, and we don't know what that what that really means and what's going to happen. Um, so Meek decides to go talk to Hulk a little bit, be like, yo, man, like, Shit's cray, and all of a sudden, there's a massive explosion. Uh, the ship's warp drive uh, ends up malfunctioning and completely wipes out the entire city, 
killing millions of people or like a million people and also killing Hulk's wife and future's child who die in the explosion. And Hulk is very, very angry. And when Meek shows him a message of the four Illuminati's messengers telling them that they're the ones who sent Hulk to the planet. Keep in mind, they didn't know he was going to end up in Sakaar, but they this was the message like, hey, man, we're sending you out. It's what we got to do because we love you, but we love our planet more and we're not going to let you hurt it and stuff like that. But maybe this would be a good start for you. And so after Meek shows him that video, the Hulk gets very very angry and he knows exactly the remedy and that's to go fucking smash these four dudes back on earth and that's the end of planet hulk man a really simplified version of it and it's interesting to see how this all plays out and i think next week we'll talk about planet hulk or world war hulk because i actually i have already read that and i know how exactly it turns out i know all the twists and turns about it and so i'm excited to kind of do a quick overview of world war hulk because that was the one i wanted to read first honestly but when i first started in like the little like if you remember or like you know the little catch-up blurb that they put in all in all like comics and stuff so you kind of know what was happening before this book they mentioned like oh this is the sequel or like the follow-up to the critically acclaimed planet hulk story and i was like oh maybe i need to go read that one first so i looked up planet hulk on my um, marvel unlimited app started reading it and realized i was actually reading the uh, secret wars battle world variant planet hulk which that's like that was done in like 2015, which was after World War Hulk because World War Hulk was punished in like punished published in 2007. So I knew, uh oh, I'm reading the wrong thing. <laughs> so I went back, found out, oh, it's in the Incredible Hulk, and it was like a little mini event inside the Incredible Hulk called Planet Hulk, and that's where I found uh, these 14 issues to read, which was a blast, but. Now I'm excited to talk about the other thing, and I don't want to give away anything in this episode. So you'll have to tune in next week, man. If you guys know of any other Hulk comics, and I'm sorry if I've ever said Thor while meaning Hulk throughout this whole telling, because now in my head they just kind of are one and the same because of Thor Ragnarok, and I am sorry. But if you guys know any other cool Hulk stories I should check out, uh, please let me know. Uh, I think I came across... the the marvel knights series of hulk there's hulk gray which i have read and that's another good one so i don't know we'll see but i dug this story man it was really awesome it kind of sucks knowing now maybe we're not going to get this story ever Um, one i don't think universal is ever going to let marvel just make solo hulk movies excuse me but two now that you've actually done Thor Ragnarok, where you were on Sakaar, like you, I don't think you can do this story unless, like, he goes back and joins the like a rebellion, and that maybe that's a way around it. But how do you do that story? You know, how do you make that happen? However, spoiler alert: if you have not seen the She Hulk uh, Marvel series. On Disney Plus, this is a major spoiler at the end, and it's like an end credit scene. Um, 
So if you don't want to hear that, I suggest skipping maybe like a minute or two and then coming back. Because <laughs> uh, this is major spoilers if you don't want to be spoiled. But uh, Bruce Banner, a.k.a. Mark Ruffalo, a.k.a. The Hulk, a.k.a. one of my favorite Avengers, uh, the strongest Avenger, um, he is in this series. Not for like a huge amount of time, but he does play a role in this series, uh, namely the beginning and the end. Um, during the series, he has to fly off somewhere. Something happens, people pick him up in an alien spaceship, and he just gets to fuck out. Like, that's what happens in the series. Spoilers, which I warned you about. At the end of the series, when things have played out, Jessica is... Uh, our Jin? Jin. Not Jessica. I was thinking uh, Jessica Jones. I meant Jen, Jennifer Walters. Right, yes. She-Hulk. <laughs> Can't get that wrong. Uh, she's having a nice dinner with her family, and guess who shows up? Hulk! Bruce! And he shows up with his son, Scar. Well, I don't know if he says his son's name, but he shows up with his son at the end of the series. So, me knowing part of what's going on in all these series, I know there's a story there. And I know it involves planet... Well, actually, you know, I don't actually know the comic book origin of Scar. I only assume he comes from the planet Sakaar and is the actual child of the Hulk. And that's all an assumption. So I would have to do a little bit more research. But, but, based on what I think I know from the comics and now what I've been told in the TV series... There's got to be something there, man. I don't know if it's going to be a movie or a little mini series, but I feel like you have to tell. Like, but then again, this is Marvel. They don't have to tell that story. They can just say, "Hey, this is what it is now," and you just kind of accept it because you're excited to see what comes next. And that, I think that's what the MCU is now. It's like you might like. Trust me, I love everything they've put, been putting out in Phase Four. But I know there's a lot of people who don't, and you still watch it, though, because not because you're in love with what's being put out, but because you're excited for what comes next. Like, you're you're excited for what these Phase 4 movies and series are giving you because of what they potentially give you next. And I think that's what a lot of people are excited for, but I just love them for what they are. Well, maybe not the Eternals, <laughs> but everything else I really love. Um, and I really liked this Hulk storyline, man. It, it's definitely out of all the Hulk storylines that I've read so far, which is three. Or, well, three stories. This one is my favorite. It is my absolute favorite for now until proven otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for the comic book, man. I know we talked a little, uh, a lot of bit, not just a little bit, a lot of bit. So let's move on to some nifty nerd news here. Um, first things first, let's get the sad stuff out of the way because <sighs> it sucks. But um, awesome dude, Jason David Frank, who played the Green Ranger, a.k.a. the White Ranger, a.k.a. he also was a Red Ranger later in the series, and then a Black Power Ranger like at the end of... The, not maybe not the end of the series, but later in the series, uh, he sadly passed away not too long ago. Actually, I think it was like two days ago he passed away as of this recording, and that 
is awful, man. He, uh, I guess, from early reports, nothing's been official, uh, but people said he's been going through a rough patch here this past year, and um, and that's sad to hear, man. Um, he was a big, big part of my life growing up. You know, Power Rangers in the '90s. I was a child of the '90s born late 80s so like i grew up knowing the 90s and i grew up knowing the fucking power rangers man like that that was my jam like i remember man was it first grade dressing up in full red power ranger like costume for halloween so like the red spandex suit with the gloves that had buttons in them that when you moved your hands and pressed the buttons it would do like the are like punch noises and then like the awesome well i thought it was awesome at the time helmet but it was really just a ford plastic mask that didn't have a back to it but you know i was a kid i didn't care because if you looked at me from the front and i was just facing you i looked like the fucking red power ranger and then like the girl i had a crush on in first grade was the pink power ranger and that's what we would play at like recess as power rangers and i was a red she was the pink and that was life <laughs> <laughs> I actually remember this girl's name. I'm not gonna say it on the on the podcast, but I remember her name because she made that big of an impact on me. <laughs> and and she was the Pink Ranger. So yeah, she was cute. <laughs> Said my first grade self. What what is that? My seven year old self. <laughs> I started young, guys. No. Um, but yeah, it just it sucks, man. And you know what, what was kind of cool. He the, he lived in Texas, from what I remember, and he actually had, when we used to live closer to Houston, like, I think it was in Pearland, uh, he had a dojo there. So, like, I had seen this dude in the town that I was living in, like, because he would come there. I think he had another one in Dallas, too, if I'm not mistaken. So, like, and he was at, like, all the Texas cons. Like, he would always show up at conventions and stuff. So, like, I had seen this dude around. And so it was really cool um, knowing that he was around and, and like, oh, I could run into him at H-E-B. Or, like, what if we're just chilling at, like, I don't know, fucking Red Robin and, and walks Jason David Frank. Because, man, he's got to have one of those Impossible Burgers or some shit like that. But uh, it sucks, though, that he's he's gone now, man. Because... From what it seemed like, you know, he never got over the Power Rangers, you know, like not like, oh, we couldn't get past that or beyond that. But like he never was like too good for it, you know, like in his dojo, he had Power Ranger suits in the window, you know, like he fully embraced the culture. He fully embraced the fans. He fully embraced the show and what it means to people and what it meant to him, you know, like. So it really sucks that that he's gone, man, because as far as it seemed, it seemed like things were, and I mean, that's how it always is, though, right? It, it always seems like things are going well, man, you know, until they're not. So if, ugh, man, I, I can't stress this enough, guys. If you're ever not okay, please reach out. Talk to someone. If it's not a friend or a family member, like, talk to a professional, please, for the love of God because we care about you i care about you you know even though maybe we're not hanging out but you listen to my show and i care about you you know and please <laughs> um actually let me look up the number 
right here if Google would uh, be so kind the national phone number to uh, the suicide hotline you can actually it shows here you can just call 988 or uh, text 988 and that's like a little fast track to actually get it it's not like a big 1-800 number which is really nice um, you still can call uh, 1-800-273-8255 uh, 1-800-273-8255 if you just need someone to talk to that's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline here in the US but like I said you can um, also just dial 988 like that that's actually kind of cool the 988 thing is really cool I didn't know they did that so please if you or someone you know is struggling and just needs help please reach out for it it's there and it might not seem good at first but uh, I just I know just talking can help hell that's why I podcast to talk all the fucking time um moving on to other nerd news a little i would say happier nerd news but i guess depending on how much you like this show it could be sad um the girl who plays meredith gray on gray's anatomy which is a show i didn't think i would fall in love with until my wife forced me to watch it and now i love it is leaving meredith gray is leaving gray's anatomy and if you don't know the show meredith gray is the main character of gray's anatomy <laughs> she is gray um and but I mean she's been playing the character for like I don't even know how long this show's been around twenty years or more. Like she's been Meredith Gray. God, I can't remember her name and I, I feel awful. Maybe I saved something, an email. I am, as you can tell, extremely prepared for the podcast because that's how I roll. And I did not oh, here it is. Ellen Pompeo. Ellen Pompeo. It makes me think of that song, Pompeii. Ew, 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 ew. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Which is crazy, man. That, you know, but it was funny because I was talking to my wife about it. Like, because I'm upset because to me, you don't have a show without Meredith Gray. She's the whole point of the show. Much like I felt like with The Walking Dead when Andrew Lincoln left, you don't have a Rick Grimes anymore. Rick Grimes is the walking dead like without him i don't feel like you have a show spoiler alert in the comic book that's exactly how it works out if you don't have andrew Ling or well rick grimes you really don't have a comic book you don't have a story it's as much as it the story revolves around other characters in the book to me and to a lot of people it is still rick grimes's story and so without it it just, to me, feels hollow. And actually, I know that the finale has happened because I have seen people's reactions to the Walking Dead television series on what has been going on. And as far as I can tell, about 7 out of 10 people absolutely hated the finale. <laughs> <laughs> and But that's just what I've seen on Reddit. And, you know, it's never happy people on Reddit. But sometimes it is. But mostly... People go there to complain, and I understand that. But from everything that I've seen, it's because the finale 
didn't feel like a true epic finale like especially for a show like this that has had such amazing moments throughout its run it just kind of falls flat and you also know that they're doing spinoffs and stuff so like there's certain characters that were untouchable for one reason or another because they had to go off and do these spinoffs shows which sucks but um yeah, I stopped watching it after Rick Grimes left the group or was taken from the group, whatever you want to call it. And I, I'm honestly, I've had no desire to go back to The Walking Dead. I've just, I've been done with it ever since then. In fact, kind of even a little bit before then, I was pretty much done with the show because I just, I wasn't finding it interesting. The comic book had run to completion and I had felt good. Like, I was satisfied with what happened in the comic book, and I didn't need the show anymore. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Grey's Anatomy, where does that go? Like, there's a lot of interesting things in there. And it would be different if it was maybe a different show. Like, well, no, because you can't, no, yeah. It wouldn't be different. Like, any show, you like, despite having a cast of characters, you still have, like, a main character in a way or like a show revolves around at least one major person and you lose that with meredith gray leaving and but how does she leave you know i like i understand look you've been the character for two decades it's time to move on or i i understand if you want to move on because no one wants to be stuck doing a job like that for 20 years even though for me that's a dream for my job so i could retire and then live a peaceful happy life playing video games well into my 80s but i understand if that's not the case for some people <laughs> how do they kill her off or get rid of her or make her because well if you know anything about Grey's anatomy you know everyone gets killed off pretty much <laughs> like there's no oh yeah it was great working here i think i'm gonna go do a different hospital and live a happy life and have like my whole family and smile <laughs> no usually something catastrophic happens like hey we're all in a plane and it's gonna crash and half of us are gonna die especially my favorite person and it makes me sad because two of my favorite people die in that plane crash and i don't want to really get into it but <sighs> depression <laughs> okay guys that is it for the show i've been rambling on for way too much but i wanted to talk about those things there's been mild drama in my small town on my facebook chat mainly someone was going by a restaurant saw someone's lights on outside decided to go into the restaurant up to the register and be like hey someone's lights are off in the parking lot and they were I, I think how I would have handled it. Oh, okay. Thank you. And just kind of like shrug it off because like, what do you do with that information? One, it's like a sit down restaurant that doesn't have like a PA thing. You know, that's like if I ran into Olive Garden and just start screaming, yay, whoever's got the Toyota Tacoma, you left your lights on. Like, People are going to look at me a little crazy and maybe say, hey, you probably should stop serving this dude. But so everyone was up in a tizzy about that. Like, oh, our town, no one gives a shit. That's just how it is in our town. Other people are like, yeah, I think plenty of like this turned into like a, well, I think our town's great. I think people really care. You're just having bad experiences and not talking about the good ones. Everyone like, no, everything's shit. And as someone who has uh, lived in other places of the world, are other places of Texas and come back to the shithole. 
yes, the people are shit here. I can objectively say that. The McDonald's is worse than a regular McDonald's. Like, and it sounds stupid, but it is. Like, everything here is at a lower level than everything in other parts of the world. Like, it just somehow, some way, the people that live here just have a lower set of standards. The restaurants and eateries and franchises and everything here just have a lower set of standards. The only thing that doesn't is our local HEB. That is the only thing with high standards in our community. And it's the only thing that lives up to expectations. And Walmart too, because they're they're not locally owned and operated. <laughs> That's the, I know I'm just I, I don't know why. But like they've always been quality, you know. And there's like other places that you know, eight out of ten times are going to give you quality stuff. But, you know, the bad experiences always stick with people the most. But mostly, yes, this place sucks compared to outside of this place. And I think the people who think that it's all sunshine and rainbows here do not get out of this town enough. Because you would know there's better out there. They would know there's more to this life than two highways and a couple of streetlights. Anywho, that's it for the episode this week. Hopefully you guys enjoyed my little rant there at the end, but mostly I hope you enjoyed the news that we shared and, well, maybe not enjoyed the news, but listen to it. <laughs> I'm sorry I made y'all sad. Oh, but hopefully you enjoyed the comic book I talked about, uh, Planet Hulk, and, you know, we can keep this up. I, I think I'll do another Hulk book before I get back to Spider-Man. And we'll go from there. But hey, if you guys got stories that you like and you want me to read and check out and talk about, hit me up on social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and now Hive. Because yeah, Hive. Everything is at Small Town Nerdcast uh, with a few variations. So at Small Town Nerdcast is how you can normally find me. But on Twitter, instead of typing out small, you just put SM Town nerdcast because small was too big and then on hive it was still too big but i decided to go with small town nerd only like just small town or at small town nerd over on hive and hive is kind of like a twitter instagram hybrid uh kind of reminded me of tumblr in a way also i have a tumblr and i can't remember what the instagram is for that i think it's at small town nerdcast but um yeah, you can always hit me up on all of those with any suggestions, like, comments, rate, reviews. And then you can follow um, everything on twitch.tv slash podcast. I don't think it's slash. Or actually, I think I just changed it to uh, Small Town Nerd. I can't remember. There are a lot of things I don't remember anymore because of my old age. But you can find me on twitch.tv slash nerdcast, Or just go on Twitch. TV and look up Small Town Nerdcast. You should be able to find me there. And I stream. Uh, currently, we're streaming the new Pokemon Violet game and all of its bugginess and open world glory. And hopefully, you guys enjoy that because I sure as shit am, despite the fallings of that game. And I'm not even, I've just cracked the surface. I'm not even cracked. I like, I have taken the egg out of the carton with this game like that is how not much i have done in this game so far i have battled in one gym and now i'm on the way to a different region like that is it bare minimum guys so there is a lot of game to be played uh but 
there's no more podcast to be talked about. So thank you guys so much. You know where to find me. You know what to do. Please do it. And we will see you guys next week. Bri-fi. Nope, not, not Bri-fi out. I don't know why I was going to say that, but small town nerds. See you later. Ah, maybe I can just see. See y'all later. There we go. That, that sounds country in small town. <laughs>